millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station, F104, Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by engineer, scientist and writer Dr. Neve Shaw. Hello, how are you? Hi Louise, how are you? Happy Science Week! Happy Science Week! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but obviously you have a big thing in space. Yeah. Where did your love for space come from? Um, I think in the house, really. Yeah. You know, it was, a, it was a massive part of kind of what connected us. You know, we're some families, it's gardening or baking or, um, you know, history or something. Ours was space and science. So uh, we would have sat around together and watched um, you know, Doctor Who and Star Trek together yeah. and Star Wars had a massive influence on us. And, um, and you know, and we were encouraged to be curious. And so it, it kind of all came from that. And, and then just, you know, posters on the wall. And uh, my older brother kind of was ahead of me in, in about space and he'd explain things to me. So because he liked it, I kind of liked it. Yeah. And, um, and then for me, it really kind of solidified around the age of eight when I saw that, that Earthrise picture as, yes. as a kid and when my brother talk, took me to Star Wars and I saw Princess Leia and that was it. Because it's so amazing because it is something that is kind of out of reach for most of us that we can just see like that from a photograph or from the television yeah. that, or something that's been broadcast. So it is kind of out of reach to certain aspects. Yeah, but, but you know what's brilliant about this generation is I wouldn't say that about this generation. Definitely in my lifetime, which is why it took me so long to allow myself to pursue the thing that I'm absolutely passionate about. Yeah. But definitely um, for anybody who's in school now, either in secondary school or primary school, you, you know, it is beca- it's becoming more and more of a kind of a mainstream industry because there are more satellites launching. There are more missions happening, human missions and science missions. Um, there is a requirement to create and build components. Ireland is a member of the European Space Agency and there are already about maybe 15 Irish companies working exclusively on manufacturing space components right. or that in some shape or form <laughs> or partnering for research uh, with um, ESA-funded projects. So it's, it's, it's quite established and there are a lot of Irish people now working at the European Space Agency. So it's a different time, which is brilliant. It is brilliant. So tell us about your mission because you're hoping to get to Mars, aren't you? No, well, the International Space Station will be the first one and then okay. the moon and then maybe and then maybe Mars, you know, because that's not going to happen for like 10 or 20 years possibly. But for me, it's about, um, it's a kind of an artistic goal as well as, as a notion of, you know, isn't it amazing what you can do when you put your mind together yeah. and everybody kind of gets behind me. So um, I, I don't really consider myself ever 
somebody that when I succeed would be an astronaut if I ever get to space. I consider myself as as the writer and the engineer and scientist who wants to share the story to um, a wider audience. Because I find that with, with space, um, the people that know what I'm doing are people that are already interested in space. And I get... Mm-hmm. I sort of feel that they're kind of sorted because their curiosity <laughs> is, is something that's normal to them. I'm keen to think uh, about finding people who, who you know, who have that notion that science and math and space kind of isn't for them, that they, that they think that that's something that's beyond their capabilities because it's not, not at all. Yeah. So um, I, I think that if, if I can kind of keep reaching out to all types of communities and doing what I do, which is like all the stuff I do for Science Week and, and beyond, and then go to the International Space Station and share a story of somebody who is the least likeliest person to get to space and then come back down and, and keep meeting and having discussions with the people that feel that science and space isn't for them. I, I, I That's really what I really want to do because I think, um, I think it would be great if people thought about what they could possibly want to do with their lives. And if they saw someone that never for a million years thought that they were actually going to achieve it, achieve it, in other words, making the impossible possible, but also a woman in the second half of her life, you know, let's be honest, a middle age now, um, who went back in her mid-40s and really checked herself and said, are you happy with the life that you have? And if not, why not? And why aren't you brave enough to change it now? And um, and thankfully, I I was I made the best of a of a situation that I was in, which is that I have no commitments, I have no children, I have no family, and and so it made me go, well, why why don't you do it? What are you so afraid of? Yeah. And fear is a massive thing that prevents us from moving forward. So I had I had a good look at myself and I went, just do it. Just keep walking forward one step every day. And, and I kind of began in earnest in 2014 with my first theatre show. And I and I thought that it would just be a kind of a fascination that would go away and I'd move on to the next mm-hmm. writing project. But, but it didn't. It just kept growing and growing and people were very encouraging. And I realised that there is a value in somebody who shouldn't be a part of space telling the story of space from the inside and sharing it to... Uh, a, a wider audience so everything that I've um, been involved in so far in terms of my space activities whether it was my zero gravity flight or the the uh, simulated Mars mission in, in the Utah desert or any learnings that I've picked up along the way going to launches and stuff I tell the story in a very human way and I share the times that I'm scared that I'm afraid that I can't afford it that um, I think everybody else knows way more than me and um, I I and I've noticed that the European Space Agency, um, they really get what I'm trying to do. And they've been very supportive of me over the years in, in continuing in that kind of vein. So yeah. it's kind of, I think, if I'm going to get to the International Space Station and then onwards to the move and then onwards to Mars, it's because I've come to this late in life. It's because I would never meet minimum astronaut selection criteria. So it's sometimes it's sometimes important to look at the things that you think are going to hinder you and making them an asset. And that's kind of what I've done. But that's the thing, though. And so many things that you've mentioned there, loads of people are sitting going, yeah, yeah, I should have pushed myself. Or even if I just took that one step, I can do so much more. But like you say, it's fear. Fear stops people. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. What's next? You know, that kind of way. We kind of want to know what is the next step, I suppose, really, don't we? 
Yeah, and I and I think that that nobody knows. I mean, if you look at life in general, sure, sure, who knows? You can have a plan, a loose plan, but also it's. I think for people, I think it's. I think it's dangerous to make radical decisions. I mm. think it's about just acknowledging that this is something that you want more in your life, and so yeah. just bring it more into your life. And then if it grows legs, it'll grow legs. But you don't have to make a massive change immediately to do that. Let it let it grow naturally, so that. So that my my development forward and my self-belief in, in like what I'm saying to you now, that didn't I wasn't able to say that five, six years ago. It's because I've let this I've let this grow and realize that it's important. And so with that comes uh, development and also confidence and self-belief that, yeah, this is what I want and I'm not going to apologize for it anymore. And you're getting quite close to it. Like I, I watched yeah. the program now. I, I don't know how close to reality it is, but away on Netflix. And that yeah. was my kind of connection to the space. I was like, wow, you know. Yeah. But like yeah. that, I don't know if I'd ever take the steps to actually move towards it. But it is like 20 years of the International Space Station, isn't it? That's right. 20 years this month on the 2nd of November. So and it's We've been gained a, a lot since they started. Yeah. We've gained a lot. We really, we really understand about how the body adapts yeah. when you take kind of gravity away, or the impact of gravity away, and how how lucky we are to have our planet. I think that's the most important thing. And how the second you leave Earth, <coughs> everything gets really hard. Keeping people alive is a miracle, and it comes from that culmination of so many people working together with this one shared passion about space. And and everybody working really really hard, but it's not feeling like hard work because everybody yeah. loves what they do, you know. So so yeah, <clears throat> and the space station is testament to so many good things about about us as a species that you know it's 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 a testament to to world peace, you know, and yeah. um, and that you know collab- cooperation and collaboration means that you know it's it's incredible what we can achieve, and we've gotten we have. We have developed so many great technologies as a consequence of removing ourselves from Earth, like better filtration systems for third world countries, Mm -hmm. better air purification systems. We understand emissions better. We understand waste, how to be smart with uh, with waste and recycling. And we can apply all that back to Earth. So tell me what you're up to for Science Week. Okay, so um, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, It's always the the most incredible week of my life every year. I can imagine. Um, so one of the ma- one of the biggest things that I've been working on with British Council and Andrew Smith from the Great British Bake Off is a show called Baking in Space, and it's back again this year. It's the third year now, part of Science Week, and it's a show that celebrates food mm-hmm. and space, and so it's rooted in kind of science learning, but done in a very fun and engaging way. So using baking and and the topic of food, we explore what we've done um, as humans. Um, here on Earth, mm-hmm. uh, what we have to do if we go into orbit, uh, what we have to learn if we want to go to the moon and beyond, and then all the lessons that we've learned from living in lockdown, but also in space and bringing them back to Earth. And we have a ton of guests from the European Space Agency, but but the really big one this year is that we have Helen Sharman, which is UK's first astronaut, and she flew up wow. on the Mir in 1991. And, uh, and you know, we, we can make the show thanks to Yakult, you know, the people that make the LKCI and Unitas. Yeah. They, they've been funding it every year. So it's also on in the UK this year as well. Brilliant. So we bring the show to the Midland Science Festival, the Wexford Science Festival, Limerick Science Festival. And um, earlier tonight, it was on in Dublin and in the UK. But they're so, also yeah. virtual, aren't they? So anyone they're can, all virtual. So can anyone can go online. Yeah, if you go to the BritishCouncil.ie website, you can just click on to see any of them. 
So there's that. And then for Wexford Science Festival, they said um, they said to me, will you just try and do something spectacular for our, <laughs> our science festival? And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I, I reached out to my uh, network of space people and I asked people that I'm hugely impressed by. And I said, oh, look, I'll ask. And then the least they can say is no. Yeah, I love so, that. That's my sentence that I live yeah, by. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, because all the worst things is they can say no. Exactly. So the, 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 the chief scientist of NASA, so the absolute top scientist in NASA, uh, agreed to do a talk wow. for Wexford Science Festival. And that was on earlier tonight at six o'clock. That, that must have been nice to speak to him. Oh, amazing. Mm. And he's the nicest guy as well. Like, he was just delighted to be asked. And you're going, oh, my God. Like, this is incredible. <laughs> uh, and then um, on Thursday then, um, so I made kind of three for Wexford Science Festival. So the second one then is just as impressive. We have Andrea Boyd. Brilliant. Who's originally from Australia, but used her Italian citizenship to get into the European Space Agency. And now she's a flight controller for the International Space Station. Wow. As well as she takes care of our ESA crew when they go on... Um, missions to the International Space Station so she takes care of their families she organises their food and yeah so she'll be really interesting and then I finish the festival then with a talk about my simulated Mars mission next Sunday the 15th which seems like aeons away <laughs> um, I'm doing a talk for my hometown of Dundalk for the for the library in there um, I'm working with the school in the Cora we've been working together now for the last two or three months and this week uh, that we're doing a big show and tell virtually because they've been working on their own kind of golden record, which is this record that launched in the 1970s on the Voyager mission into interstellar space. So they've gone away and they've thought about what they would put on in their time capsule if wow. it was sent out to space. Um, I'm working with um, the Waterford and Kilkenny mm-hmm. Science Festival. We're doing a few STEM careers, events, STEM is science, technology, engineering and math, and some, and some talks for them. Um I'm, I'm really pleased to be working with Dunleary College of Further Education. And um, so the people that attend that school are people that have just finished their leaving cert and are doing an extra year of study to qualify for college. So we're going in to talk to them about, um, about that. I'm talking to some adults in the evening, talking to some schools. I'm also really happy to be working with Abbott, with their Aspire with Abbott um, series of events for Science Week. And they very kindly have allowed me to speak with the team uh, that made the um, the app, uh, what's it called, um, the app about uh, dementia. It's called Memory Haven. Mm-hmm. Um, three girls from Drogheda and their teacher who runs the Phase Innovate scheme. So, that, so that's fantastic. They're, they're all um, Irish girls of colour. So it's really good to, you know, to uh, be championing um Championing the, uh, the 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 communities that aren't as well represented um, in Irish society, and um, and then for the Midlands, I'm I'm working in the Midlands with them for the last couple of months on a climate action project in partnership with with Abbey Leaks and the tidy towns there and Leash Heritage Office, um, Creative Leash and um, Midland Science Festival, and so uh, for Science Week we have three events um, happening. The first one uh, tomorrow night, and we're talking to people of that community about what climate action means to them in relation to the environment, in relation to health, and in relation to, um, you know, a quality of life, really. And, uh, yeah, and then a a ton of schools have booked me (laughs) just to to drop in and do Zoom calls. So it's going to be a fantastic week. You're super busy for the next few days. Yeah, I love it, though. I love it. Amazing. But how can people Mm -hmm. get more information about any of the things you've spoken about there? 
I think if you follow me on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, 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 so that's dr underscore neve underscore shaw. My website neveshaw.ie, and then if you go on the uh, on the website, I think if you go on the Science Week Ireland website, that'll have a lot of it on on it there, and you, you'd be able to see all the different regional science festivals Perfect. taking place and all the different events that I'm involved in with those. But, yeah, and how people can get involved and all that. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks Louise. so much, Neve, for chatting to me. Thanks, Louise. All right, take care and happy Science Week. Happy Science Week. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. Bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.